Welcome to People of Purpose. People of Purpose. People of Purpose. People of Purpose. People of Purpose is a podcast of inspiring people whose stories help you see things differently, live with intentionality, elevate the way you participate in the world, and take the necessary leaps in your life to seek and find your passions. Come with us and develop the courage to wholeheartedly pursue your purpose and unleash your truest potential. Hi, and welcome back to People of Purpose. I'm your host, Tanner Badgley, and this week, we will be wrapping up our conversation on being powerful creators and believing that anything is possible with Don Horter. If you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's episode, I highly encourage checking that out. Some of the things we covered are the golden age of harmony and what it has taken for him to shift into this harmony within to be able to guide his life towards a greater purpose. He also recollects his encounter with indigenous people and what he has learned from them. Don also gives a run-through about his tripreneurs mastermind groups and his role as a facilitator. And in this episode, we will be covering what the Village of the Future project is really about, how he sees personal development as the main pillar of harmony, and his visions as a game changer for what the earth can look like when he maximizes his genius and gift. So let's dive in. Here's to becoming people of purpose. Let's talk about what's uh, what's been super top of mind for you recently, what you seem to be on fire about this village of the future idea. Um, take, yeah, take it from here. Let me let me just hear what, where you're going with this before I ask any specific yeah. questions. Well, it all started around when I started to get in touch with ayahuasca. I started to get visions and downloads of uh, like an eco-community, I would say, with earth ships or off-the-grid living, or there's just such a big desire and call to live in community with people. And um, yeah, that that process over the years has evolved to something called the Village of the Future. There's a website where people can read the vision. It's villageofthefuture.earth. And um, it's basically around uh, merging science, spirituality, and entrepreneurship together in one crescendo of manifestation and creation uh, over, over the years um, learning from the indigenous uh, looking at literature uh, looking at other projects like the venus project or global eco village network reading literature about how to start an eco community which are the challenges and everything i kind of came to the conclusion that for it to have harmony you need to put the personal development of the individual as the main pillar within the village through interpersonal dynamics. So learning through interacting with each other about yourself and then doing the necessary shadow work to transcend that and to fully self-actualize yourself. Find out what do I value? What is important? What is my purpose here? All of that. That if everybody in the society in, in a group would be focused on that, on that level of personal growth, then you would achieve a certain state of harmony would still have conflict and issues and challenges you know we're human beings and so um that's kind of the the background the vision around it and uh, yeah i'm crazy about science and technology i studied aerospace engineering i uh, trained as a car mechanic and really love machinery and technology to make life easier and mainly inspired by the venus project um well the question came up what does it not only for balance and harmony but what does what's needed for let's say human beings to thrive together 
not just to survive, but to actually thrive. So beyond scarcity and competition towards a place of co-creation and, um, yeah, I can't call it others and thriving. And then I came uh, onto uh, Maslow's pyramid of human needs, that if all your basic human needs are fulfilled, then automatically you will have space for growth and for self-actualization. So the idea is to use as much technology and automation as possible to remove the necessity of all the daily chores that might take up all day to create ample space for personal growth and development. Um, well, that was a beautiful vision. Uh, uh, several journeys with the plants. I visited the village and I could feel in all cells of my body that it was already built and already created, but in, let's say, a parallel reality or something. And I was just there all of a sudden. And the message was, you don't really need to figure anything out, man. You don't really need to do a big waterfall design like when you would design a rocket and build that to go into space. No, you just need to trust and surrender to the process, let go of the identification and the puzzle pieces will arrive. Now, that's really a deep sense of trust and surrender into the great mystery that everything will just work out magically because all of my control mechanisms and mind were like hanging on to that, like, hey, that's not possible. I don't believe it and whatever, but it has unfolded. It's happened. Like the last month, I've met dozens of people who have been building on a very similar vision of creating a first model city that can be a living lab of... um let's say testing and trying this out where people have an abundance in housing, in food, in education and in healthcare, and also their, their social needs are fulfilled that they can further explore themselves. And by doing so, creating this one model village as a living lab to make it completely open source, not owned by anybody, completely decentralized, organic and agile, that then these villages can be deployed all over the planet and we can create this light grid of cities all over the world. Well, that was the idea with the Village of the Future, to build the first one in Costa Rica, to test it, to validate it, to get a business model going, a local economy that's interactive with the outside world, that's in harmony with nature there and with the people. And then as soon as that's proven, well, you have something that you can bring to other countries and say like, hey, if you're having issues here with the people or with nature or whatever, just use this model and everything will be okay. I thought I had to do years of research and design and exploration. I visited a few different eco villages over the world, but they weren't really embodying this kind of vision or feeling. Yeah. But now I've met a lady in Brazil and they've been working on it for eight years with exactly this vision of creating one model place in Brazil first and then rolling out 143 other ones all over the planet. It's just exactly like the village of the future with technology, spirituality, science, all combined and entrepreneurship. Whoa, I hope I can meet this woman. Sure, come to the Zoom tomorrow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. This is extremely top of mind for me. This is awesome. So they're creating a model that's all of these things. And now they want to, after that, they want to scale it out to 143 different places. Yes. Um, the crazy thing is, the crazy thing is they have the land. They have the designs. They have the engineers, the architects. All of the technological advancements that are needed are already like ready to roll out. The contracts have been signed. They're just waiting for the funds to arrive to actually start building. But they even have it thought through that much. They have models to completely reorganize the globe. A completely new economy that creates abundance for everybody in transparency and decentralized. That just nurtures one another. That we are all equal. 
What's the currency of this? Is it an alternative currency as well? Uh, there will be uh, something like a point system or a cryptocurrency, whatever, but it's not going to be called money anymore because we need to let go of that idea of money. But it, it, it will be something that you exchange hours of work for a point system. And with those points, you can then, you know, buy stuff, do stuff, travel, whatever. But there will also be an economical interaction with the current economical model and this new paradigm economical model that value will be created in these villages and it will be exchanged with the outside world in exchange for money. And that will be made available for all the villagers in a universal basic income. So every villager gets free food, free housing, free education, free healthcare, and they get a universal basic income so they can move around in the outside world. And at the same time, they can work and earn more points and also yeah, achieve more. There will still be a level of not competition, but striving together, I guess. It's always good to have differences, you know? That's really, it's really hard for me to like make that tangible to me because I, I, I still have mental blocks around like the old economic model. Like how do you, how do you walk people through like who maybe are listening to this and are like, well, I've never, this is insane. And so like liberal to think about a society that doesn't depend on the money as we see it now. How, how do you like explain that or frame that in a way that like makes sense? So it's, I think it's quite simple, right? We live on one planet. Okay. And we are all working and producing value. Yeah. And we are creating way more value and, and stuff than, uh, than we need individually. And so in other words, we are creating a surplus all the time. Okay. But that surplus is not being brought back to the people who are creating it. That surplus is extracted out ah, through the yeah. banking system, the financial system, the elite, the oligarchy, the multinationals who earn billions and billions and billions. People who own $30 billion, it's just insanity, man. What the fuck do you need $30 billion for? So if we would bring that back to normal, but you would still have the differences that some people can, let's say, earn or achieve more, but it's not so extreme as right now, and you would feed all of the surplus of value back into the community, and then there's just enough for everybody. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, and there's going to be some level of cross interaction to where you're not going to be seen as an adversary or be co-opted by these big multinational billionaire type of people. How do you live in harmony with the current billionaire kind of model of capitalism? Yeah, I, I used to have a lot of uh, difficulty with all of that for a long time. But uh, I also realized that fighting is not any doesn't do anybody any good. Right. So it's really about surrendering and trusting the process that where we are right now is exactly where we need to be. Everybody's exactly where they need to be. And they fulfill a very important role in human evolution by creating these extremes and this duality. And they're helping us to wake up to see that we need a different way of interacting together. So actually it's being grateful to the destructive forces and the multinationals on the planet for catalyzing this shift in human consciousness that's occurring right now. That's huge. And that's huge. Like rather than harbor resentment and be unforgiving, it's just like I'm grateful oh. because all of that has led to this this tipping point where we're at right now. Yeah, yeah, one hundred. You know, it, you know, in the end, from a multi-dimensional perspective, there is no good or bad or or good and evil. From a multi-dimensional perspective, if you travel into the non-physical energetic space, like what you see Neo do in the Matrix, right? He becomes one in the Matrix, and then he flies through the digital things. I've seen that in the space and there's just a polarity and just energy moving and attracting and, and um, being pushed away from each other. 
but it's all part of the whole and it's all equally important. It's all part of the same soup, the same cosmic soup. And like I found this very difficult to grasp. So if this is not really arriving for people who are listening, then don't worry about it. It's it's not like something you need to understand or something, but it's more about a message saying like everything is equally important. And the goal in life is to let go of your resentment towards everything that you don't like and look at what that says about yourself yeah. and find harmony within yourself. It's so within, so without everything outside that you find disturbing or that you're angry about or that you have resistance about is often a sign to go inside yeah definitely that's beautiful and then i just wanted to go back to like you saying that the personal development of the individual is the main pillar of harmony can you speak more on that like how did you discover that that that's where like the the um what do you call like the 80 20 20 the highest leverage point is is around the personal development if you use a little bit of common sense you know if you look at your own life or you look at friends or family who are doing a job that they really dislike, yeah. they really don't like, they're really unhappy in that, how does that affect their surrounding and the people? Are they always positive and happy and contributing and adding value to the conversations that they're in or are they often complaining, feel like they're in a victim role, they should be doing something else, they don't know how they get depressed. Definitely often they, they, vibra- they vibrate at a heavy frequency. Yeah. So the opposite of that people find their true vocation, their true calling, and their purpose. And they there's nothing else that they want to do but the work that they contribute to other people's lives. Then people are radiant. Then people are shining. And they're only giving. And, and yeah, it's kind of like when you are in the bottom part of the Maslow pyramid and you're not focused on self-actualization because you're focused on survival, then you are focused on separation. But as soon as you have enough, you don't need to have a lot, but have enough to not be in a scarcity and survival mindset anymore. You have enough energy to go in a growth mindset and the growth mindset will lead to you externalizing your gifts. You are naturally going to going to be called to serving the greater good, serving other people's lives, contributing and adding value. And I speak from direct experience. It works. Right. And that's, that's, the, that's it. It's not so complicated. Yeah, definitely. So if someone's on board with this, like I, I feel pretty confident I am. What's our next level of involvement with this project? Is there a, a way to to get in on this? How do you? Well, if you if you just want to stay updated, you can leave your email on the Village of the Future Earth website, and we send out a mailing now and then. We're still in very much organizing all the projects and the leaders, and I'm taking a position there to bring it together but we don't have an exact tactical plan right now yeah you know but this is in the making and in the next one to two months there will be a lot more clarity on it um so you can leave your email there you can also become a member of the facebook group called gaia alliance which is the main point of a planetary alliance of bringing all the projects together this is going to be the umbrella organization where all the funds are going to come in and where all the funding will be for all these um, revolutionary regenerative projects. So also, if you have a project like this, if you have something that really contributes to a new way of living, then yeah, hang in there. And at some point, the umbrella organization will be ready for people to plug in and get funds, get resources, get people, get connections, get land, you name it, to build this. Wow, that's beautiful. So what's your exact role in all of this? I'm still discovering that. But 
I had a talk with the, the woman who's guiding and leading it over the last, let's say, last couple of years. And, uh, well, I asked her, like, uh, what's going on? Who's leading it? Who's organizing it? And she said, well, I kind of was hoping or had a dream that you felt some excitement around it. It's like, wow, this is the most amazing thing that I can think of, of doing in my life, if guiding this process. And uh, all of a sudden, so I feel that it's very possible. It's not fully determined yet, but I will have some kind of a guiding or facilitating or leadership role in, in bringing this all together and, and rolling it out. Dang, that's so beautiful, man. You, you must be feeling so blessed about that. So psyched, man. So psyched. Everything of the last 10 years of the growth and development that I did from aerospace to car mechanics to shamanism to all this shadow work, all of a sudden it makes sense. And there have been so many moments in my life that I was going through hardship and through personal transformation and growth. And there was so much pain and sadness and anger. And I was like, oh, why am I doing all this? You know, what's what's the purpose of all of this? But all of a sudden, whoop, it just became clear. What did she see in you? Has she been a part of your masterminds or does she know you personally or does she just have an energetic feeling about it? No, we chatted one-on-one several times and the connection between her and me is very special. I, I feel that like when we talk about our visions, she's downloaded the same stuff from the source, literally the same as me. We have the same frequency, the same energy. Maybe in a past life we've been, you know, partners or whatever. There's just this soul recognition between her and me and yeah. It's like I meet my other half. Wow. So where will I see you in 10 years? What will you be doing? <laughs> 10 years, wow, that's a long time from now, man. Let's start with two or three years. In two years from now, I'll be in Brazil and we'll have the first village at least up and running for people to come. And in five years from now, hopefully I've made it back to Holland or either Costa Rica to start the second one. And in 10 years from now, I'm probably uh, traveling between villages and cities and maybe bringing together a council of elders or something so the elders of the villages can support each other in a larger network of overseers of, of, of you know, the welfare of humanity. Shit like that, man. Dang, this is the, like, biggest dream stuff. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm mission ready, man. I'm mission ready to serve and to drop my ego and to make sure that everybody feels good and happy. And I don't own any of this. I'm only small and insignificant in the larger part of everything. But I do have something to contribute that's really valuable. And I recognize it. And I'm slowly, this is really challenging, but slowly acknowledging that I am allowed to take a certain position or a role. And it doesn't mean that I position myself above anybody. It's just that I own my essence and that's i feel that's really really difficult to to allow that to happen and yeah i love that you're not trying to be positioned above anybody you just own your essence wow and your your essence is around facilitation and extracting it seems like it's around like extracting wisdom from these indigenous ancient medicines and people and spaces and cultures and bring it into a new model that's blended with science and technology and um, personal development and kind of facilitating all these moving fuzzy abstract pieces into something that can actually become a, a thing that's realized in, in this world. I don't know. <laughs> I think my role is to, to connect. I'm a connector and a facilitator, but mainly a connector. Wow. Yeah. It's really beautiful because when you look at my astrology, um, my gene keys, I don't know, are you familiar with the gene keys by Richard Rudd? No, I'm not. 
It's a combination, a combination of human design, numerology, ancient wisdoms, I Ching. It, it's an incredible tool for, let's say, you can fill out your profile and it shows you your main gene key. And that's your life's work, your mission here. And this book allows you to go into all of your different shadow frequencies. We all have 64 genes, 64 shadow frequencies, and 64 gifts to be unlocked. Once you transform a shadow, it becomes your gift. So what your pain becomes your biggest gift once you heal it and transform it into something serviceable. And this book gives you a roadmap of what, what are your main pointers in this life, which are your weak points, your strong points, how does your system work, your body work, how is your, how is your incarnation here? And in that book, uh, yeah, my main life's work is Jinky 55. And this is around the game changer. This is changing the course of humanity. And uh, it's very confirming for me on the path where I've been and the people that I've met to find, I'd say, a little bit more confidence or confirmation that it's okay that I'm allowed to kind of own this in a way. I have such a fear of, of uh, pushing people away because... Uh, I don't know, man. It's like what Marianne William Williamson said, right? That uh, it's not our, our darkest parts that we are most afraid of, but it's for our light that we are most afraid of owning. Yeah, it happens. It, it happened a long time ago for you when you started to want to join guys that were wanting to get better at picking up women. You lost some of your, your first friends in that. And yeah. it's been a major yeah. thing ever since then. Yeah, I've lost a lot of people along the way, but I've also met a lot of new people. Yeah, this is the life, man. It's a continuous cycle of death and rebirth. This is also what the indigenous teach us about life. Wow. Well, yeah, I, I wanted to start heading into like more of the wrap up phase of the interview because it's been yeah. a little while and I know you have things to do tonight. So I wanted to ask you about um, like a bigger question on purpose is like, how has following your purpose brought people with similar purposes together to do something more incredible than any one of you could have accomplished on your own? Yeah, it's it's true. Uh, being courageous enough to go for my own purpose, to talk to people about it, and then to take action on it and to use it as a tool for serving the world that I have, I'd say, crossed paths with other people who are also doing it because then you recognize each other, right? And um, yeah, that has brought to tremendous amounts of people around me in my life who have this shared vision, who believe that things can be different so i don't feel alone in this anymore so it's, it's really given me a sense of belonging and uh, a sense of recognition in other human beings that i'm not crazy <laughs> that there are many crazy ones out there who believe the world can be changed and those are the ones who do so wow yeah i love that you're really like embodying your company's name of like tribepreneurs you're finding your tribe building the tribe and you're doing it in like a new innovative, you know, leadership way using business technology, all this sort of stuff as well. Wonderful. So as far as like legacy, which I tend to like to end the interviews with is like, what's your vision as, um, as a game changer? How, how far ahead are you on your, on your vision for what the earth could look like when you've really maximized your genes and your gifts. It's, um, I think, um, potentially going back to the state of the garden of Eden as described in the biblical history, a place where we recognize 
ourselves and where we are we are the divine in its most incredible expression yeah people just shine and people thrive and there's just instant manifestation of that which they want to create so when people are free to become gods and goddesses again which we are we are gods and goddesses of creation so yeah a humanity that survives this crisis is what i want to contribute to the human race is incredibly magnificent so such a beautiful race it would be such a pity if the human race goes lost but it's highly highly likely that that can happen that we go extinct that all life on earth ceases to exist for a period of time and i'm not really worried about the planet i deeply love our mother earth and i'm really connected with the planet but also i really liked what one of my friends said a year ago in one of her visions she was crying for the earth and mother earth was talking to her and she said child don't you worry you guys are just scratching the surface. Just don't worry about me. I chose this path just like you guys chose this path. But my legacy would be that we live in harmony with our mother earth, with our brothers and sisters from other planets and in the sky that we become truly multidimensional and truly connected with all life in the universe, which we have that potential lying ahead of us. I truly believe that we are beings of the stars that we have incarnated from all kinds of other planets and we are deeply connected with our ET friends. I don't talk with them over a cup of tea at night, but some people apparently do. So harmony between all life on Earth, but all life in the universe, and that all beings may be happy. Oh, beautiful stuff, man. Beautiful stuff. So how can people get plugged into this legacy vision? Where do you want to direct people to go? I know we've already mentioned some resources, but here I just wanted to like offer up the space for you to call forth your tribe here and ways that they can enter your portal. Um, where do they need to go if, if they're listening to this and they're like, all right, I'm committed right now. Like, what? Yeah. how do I get involved? Yeah. Well, there's a couple of things that I need right now. Um, at the moment, I'm, I'm, I need a personal assistant because I'm overwhelmed. Okay. There's too much information coming my way. And um, I have a list. I don't know if it's, it's, maybe I will just send it to you because I've got it typed out. Sounds good. Um, basically, she needs to speak Brazilian Portuguese, uh, uh, English, fluent, female. She needs to have project manager experience at least one year. Uh, spiritually developed, emotionally developed, and, and intellectually developed. Autonomous and autodidactic, self-learning, self-steering, but also a happy and kindred spirit. And somewhere in the range of uh, 25 to 45, female. Wow, that sounds like a perfect female. <laughs> <laughs> All females are perfect, man. There's not just the one perfect female. They're all perfect. That's true. Um, so that's something that I need in the short term. Initially, on I'd say a voluntary basis, but uh, I imagine that funding will become available in the next two to three months, and then uh, this person can just get paid for a full-time job because it will turn into a full-time job at some point. So if she believes in this vision and regenerative earth for all of mankind, then this is what we're working on. And uh, Sounds very big, but we start with the one village and I need help with that one village in Brazil and managing this process. So that's one thing. The second thing that we need, we're going to create, launch a new kind of platform like LinkedIn or Facebook, but then highly specific for a very specific niche of these change makers. Yeah. That will be, um, well, I'm not going to go into too much details, but we need developers over the next months. We're going to need developers to jump on board and co-create that. Yeah. Um, and finally, if people want to get in touch, they can find me on Facebook on my personal profile, Dan Gorter, 
or they can go to the Village of the Future website, leave their email address, or they can check out the Tripreneurs website if they are entrepreneurs and they want to join in one of these mastermind groups and make a really lasting, significant change in their direction as an entrepreneur and their vocation, then boom, they can find us there. We're here to serve and to help and to contribute. So, Thank you so much, Dan. So how do I say your name? Dan Horter? Dan Horter. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Well, yeah, thank you very much, man. It's been a, a blessing to get to share this space with you. And I'm excited to share future spaces with you and maybe physical spaces one day, too, in one of these communities. That sounds incredible. Oh, yeah. Why not? I love your your beaming smile, man. You're on fire with life. It, it's It's radiant. Thank you for giving that to the world on a daily basis. I feel grateful, man, that I've been blessed to discover all this and to have had the uh, also the parents and the, the, the environment and being born in Holland is such a privilege. Like, wow, I had so many gifts. I just I can cry from gratitude of what's been gifted to me. So I'm glad that I can finally give a little bit back. And... Yeah, I know there's people that needed to hear this today, including myself. I feel really refreshed. So thank you very much for bringing that it's been impact. Enjoy. Yeah. Thank you so much. So what actionable step are you going to take next? Do you have a lingering question or something you want help working through? Do you need support in doing what it's going to take to live your purpose? People of Purpose is here for you. Subscribe to the podcast and soak in the stories and words of our wonderful guests. Do you have any friends that might enjoy this episode or the podcast? Bring them on board as a podcast subscriber. If you want to actually see the guests behind the voices, as well as the purposeful people and communities I'm a part of around the world, Follow the podcasting journey on Instagram at People of Purpose Podcast. You can connect with our purpose-seeking community on Facebook at People of Purpose by liking and following our page. Know the minute each new episode is published, hear first about upcoming People of Purpose opportunities, and receive regular tidbits of inspiration and media I'm purposely perusing, pursuing, and pondering. It's simply a regular dose of goodness, intentionally filtered by me, to nourish your personal path of purpose. For the ultimate engagement, Join our intentional group, Purpose Seekers, from the Facebook page. Join in longer-form discussions, link up with accountability partners, and share in opportunities and challenges to better know and grow in your purpose. Send me a direct message on either Facebook or Instagram if you want to talk privately and receive personalized guidance on how to raise your sails and write your ship. Come forth with your biggest dreams and aspirations, and I will do my best to connect you with the necessary resources and mentors from my network to start your trek along your personal path of purpose. Cheers, and here's to becoming 